Hello you guys and welcome back to another episode of the Misfit Podcast. My name is Georgie Paul and I will be your host and I am super excited to be here with you today. I've actually been thinking about this topic all weekend. I feel like the universe has been screaming it at me but first of all I just want to give a shout out to moms especially stay-at-home moms because my day the last couple days have has just been absolutely insane and Ari's not feeling well so that's why I've kept him home the last couple days and also been trying to work and do everything and get everything done and my morning just today alone feels like that picture of a guy or a girl spinning like a thousand plates like I literally feel like it's my morning has been on the phone with the distributor and Ari asking me to fix a Lego piece and then three text chats with people in my body challenge and then fixing Ari his 18th meal for the day and <laughs> and running a bath and changing towels of the dryer and just chaos 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 and I think back to when I started my business my biggest dream was to build a business where I could support myself and also be a stay-at-home mom and I stayed home with him like he didn't have any other child care besides me for obviously his dad and for like 18 months or so and then we started getting like help with babysitters and stuff like that and I just figured out being a full-time stay-at-home mom was not for me it is for sure not for the week and just I'm a better mom with help and like now he goes to school a couple days a week he has a full-time babysitter and then I get to spend more intentional time with him instead of days like today but what I found is what I really wanted was the choice in being present with him and choice just in general so choice as in he's not feeling well I can rearrange my life and my schedule to take care of him the way that I want to and not have to panic and figure out and find out other babysitters and stuff for him so with that being said I have been like hustling all morning trying to get to nap time so I could record this because typically I you know he would be at his babysitter right now and like I said he's not really feeling well and I pulled out all the stops you guys like we did a bubble bath and new pajamas I have Vicks like on his chest and his feet I have like he just ate lunch he has diffuser and the blackout curtains everything okay I'm like he's about to nap so hard I just lay down with him for an hour to the point where I'm like if this child doesn't fall asleep and I really thought he was going to be out and like sleep for three hours. An hour. And he just touched me on the face and was like, Mommy, I'm just really not tired. After an hour. And he's sick, so I figured he, he should sleep. He needs sleep. So we have resorted to, he is quietly watching his iPad so I can record this. Because I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. That alone is a lesson. And no matter how well you plan things no matter how hard you try to do things like I've been so organized this week it's like the new year I got everything didn't plan on already being home all week being sick didn't plan on the most perfect nap time routine of all time and him still not taking a nap but he'll like fall asleep sitting up on the couch at 4 p.m you know you just you just roll with it but shout out to moms 
stay-at-home moms, dads, you can get a shout out to, anyone raising a child and trying to do anything else besides just raising that child, my hat is off to you. And especially moms with multiple children, like you are literally my hero. So anyways, I wanted to jump into this topic because it first came to me on my drive to Columbus this weekend. We had a big event for our business and I was listening to my audio book, The Untethered Soul, which I talked a little bit about last week. I kind of feel like this episode is like a part two. It's kind of rolling off of what I was talking about last week without really trying to. However, that's a a nugget or a tip, I guess, in general, is I listen to a lot of audiobooks in my car, and I kind of approach books and audiobooks the same way, as in I don't have, like, a structure of I'm going to read this many pages or listen to it for this amount of time. I kind of just am open anytime I'm taking in something, whether it's a book, a podcast, or whatever, and when I get something that I need out of it like I turn it off so I might only listen to an audiobook for 10 minutes and get something and be like wow that was really it that's what I needed today and then process and take action on that thing instead of just continuing to listen to the book for two more hours same thing I can read a book and read two chapters or I can read one page and be like yep I needed that line and we move on so first the the thought that was coming out of this chapter that really started getting me thinking in this this way was he was talking about living and he said which kind of like stopped me in my tracks because it is pretty close to my how I talk and you've probably heard my beliefs like I feel like you kind of see the world in the way that you do we talked about perspective a lot and this is definitely my I've said many times on my Instagram first line on my Instagram is I love living that's just kind of something I got from Will Smith but that's really how I see the world and in this book he said don't you want to live before you die and there's a couple things that I'm going to talk about like about death and dying and I don't want it to be a morbid thing so just putting that out there um but he was saying a wise being is always ready to die because their experience is always whole and complete And then he also said, you should experience the life that's happening to you and not what you wish is happening. So I turned that off because that whole like part of that chapter just really got me thinking. And it's like the whole every day is whole and complete is kind of, and I'm sure I've said this before, but my biggest fear in life is to get to the end of my life, whatever that is, because again not a morbid conversation but the reality is we don't know how long our life is and my biggest fear is to get to the end of it and have a regret have regrets of like the things that I didn't do because I would much rather live all the way and full out and play full out and make tons of mistakes and learn from those mistakes than to wait until the very end and be like I should have done that I should have done that why did I let this control me and I'll give you the next two things felt like the universe was just kind of screaming at me before I you know continue on that topic but this might just be our RAS I believe I'm saying this right if I'm not whatever but it's something like reticular activation system or something 
And if you don't know what that is, and like I said, I don't even know if that's right. I gotta look it up, but I'm, I'm just speaking off of the top of my head. But I believe it's, that's what it's called. But um, it's basically your awareness level because there are so many things happening in the world and we're seeing so many things at one time that you cannot process everything. So your brain just focuses on things. This is why the whole seek and you shall find or the dream board conversation or putting your goals out or whatever, you're telling your mind what to look for. Like if you look for solutions, you're gonna find them. If you look for problems, you're gonna find them. That's kind of this thing. But a good example, a car, let's say you're interested buying a Bronco and you go buy a Bronco. All of a sudden, you're literally going to see Broncos everywhere you go. And it's not that they just appeared, it's that you just started seeing it. So that's kind of what I think about. I do believe in the universe shouting at me and sending me things, but I do believe also that listening to that book and that thought being on my mind, these things popped out of me the rest of the weekend. So the next thing was I was getting ready on Saturday morning, like putting makeup on and stuff. And this part of the song... Oh, where is it? I don't think I wrote it down. Um, but this part of the song I was listening to, not personal development at all, just a guy that I always listen to. And he said, I don't have it written down, but he said, I think he said, my mama said, if you're not willing to die, you're not living right. And again, I feel like the use of dying and death and whatever is it's going to come up a lot in this, and that's not my intention, but it's more so just how are you living? And the reason why I said that this kind of ties back into my episode last week was that was like my intention for the year. And again, the whole what you put out, you're, ser- you're going to find, what you're searching for, you're going to find. Was Remember how I talked about, or if you didn't listen to the episode, I've always set goals on things to achieve for the new year and this year I really was focusing on how am I living every single day and how do I want my life to look and how do I want my life to feel and then the last thing so it was a book my music and then there were things throughout the event but not like a specific example that I can remember and then I watched the sermon from Sunday I watched it Monday morning because we were at our event on Sunday And he was talking about the same thing. And he was talking about when, you know, you get to the end of your life, what kind of life did you live? Were you proud of it? And my point in having this conversation is I'm viewing that every single day. I don't I don't want to rely on being eighty years old and reflecting over my life or even waiting till you know, the milestone birthdays, I think that happens a lot when people turn 30, when people turn 50, when people turn 60, then you start doing that. But what if every single day you started focusing on how am I living? Is my life whole and complete in this moment? Because we don't really know how long our life is going to be. And I, I remember saying this at some point in some podcast, but I love living. <laughs> I say that all the time. I want to live as long as I possibly can. But I think it's more important what kind of life every day versus how long it is. And I was thinking about what is 
an example that really made me think about this and I thought about my playing basketball in high school and I started playing basketball and I came from like a small private school in eighth grade so when I transferred high school was like kind of scary because there were so many people it was much bigger and I really wasn't that coordinated at all in basketball I was always good at softball and stuff like that but I really was not good in basketball we did not have a good program at my middle school so I signed up for basketball and the coaches were like super strict and I kind of just did my thing my freshman year and kind of floated around my sophomore year but they started teaching me structure and discipline and I learned so many incredible lessons from the two coaches that I had but something like super pivotal happened at the end of my sophomore year we were in the locker room and we were losing coach was screaming at me it was like the end of the year so we we're going into you know the summer and then it would be the next season the next year and I remember my coach screamed at me in front of everybody in the locker room because I had turned the ball over like twice in the last quarter and he said <laughs> I also love them because how funny they were but he was screaming at me and he was like I want to wake up at three in the morning and open my front door and hear the faint sound of you dribbling a basketball because you better get so much better before next year so this never happens again and I think that was the first time in my life that I took on this like bet mentality because I did exactly that like from that point I worked so hard because I knew that I wasn't I didn't have as much natural ability as other people I wasn't a great shooter I wasn't just naturally gifted I've always been athletic but my strength was always willing to work harder than anyone else and they really gave me that discipline and that mindset so for the next two years I did everything that I possibly could I mean I practiced almost every single day all summer long I was the first to practice the last to leave I would shoot at like five in the morning before school I would go to the blacktop at like seven eight nine o'clock at night and I literally did what he told me to do I just that stuck in my head where he was like I want to hear the faint sound of you dribbling basketball and I worked so hard and I became so passionate about it and I loved that game and I think that I loved the coaches for seeing something in me and I loved the discipline and I wanted to be the best and I knew that I wasn't the best shooter I was taller so I worked as hard as I possibly could to be the best defender and rebounder that I could and all this to say my halfway through my senior year I tore my ACL it was like the halfway point of the season it was on my way to my best scoring game that I've ever had it was like halftime when I got hurt and I went up for a rebound and this girl hit me from the side and I heard my knee pop and I felt it was like the most pain ever they had to carry me off the court and I was just devastated and I was optimistic 
that I would just be out for a couple weeks or whatever. And obviously with the surgeons and the doctors and everything else, there was no way. Like my ACL, my MCL, my meniscus, everything was torn. And I was devastated because this was really what had mattered to me for the last two, three years of my life. I put every single thing into it. And I feel like I was finally seeing the progress. Like I was finally getting good. I was getting confident. I was ready to finish the end of my senior year and something unexpected like that happened. And I was so upset. And my team was amazing. My coaches were amazing. They like all got socks with my number on it that they wore the remainder of the year. And my senior night they organized something with the team we were playing so they scored first and they let me score so I could score my senior game and this all of this to get to this conversation with my coach who they just have the closest place in my heart forever because they I believe set me on this path of wanting more for myself and I was in his office and I was just bawling because you know it means so much and and he was upset and this conversation totally changed my mindset and course I feel of my life and he said Anthony said to me I'm I hate that this happened for you I hate this for you and I would have done anything to change it and he said but I have to ask you something do you have any regrets and I really didn't know what he meant and I just kind of like stood there and I feel like I should say yes because you were always self-critical and we want to do better and we never think what we do is good enough and he said I think the best thing about the situation is I don't think that you should regret anything he said I think you worked your ass off and you worked as hard as you possibly could and you were here in the morning and you were here at night and you did everything to be the absolute best leader that you could for this team and you poured your entire heart and soul onto this court and oh my god I didn't think this was gonna make me emotional but he was like you literally left every single thing out here and you couldn't control the fact that you tore your ACL and your season was gonna be over but you get to live the rest of your life knowing that you did everything you possibly could and there's zero regrets for that and he said, and there's people that come and play and they half-ass things and then they get to think about it for the rest of their life. Like, what if I really would have get poured myself? And what if I really would have applied myself? And what if I tried harder? He said, you don't have to live with that. And that's something to be honored. And I've carried that in everything that I do. I can't control if I quote-unquote win. I can't control if I can't control anything I can't control how good life goes you can't control what happens to you but you can control how you're living you can control what you're doing every day you can do the best you absolutely can because then you won't have to live with regret and I would rather fail any day of the week than live with the regret of not trying or the regret of knowing that I have asked something and it's not even just achievement guys it's not like I'm talking about, you know, I've taken this mentality on with my business. Being a mom, it's, am I being the best mom that I can? Am I giving him 
the love and affection? Am I going to do the best job that I can to raise him? If you're self-auditing and you're asking these questions, you're going to self-correct when you're screwing up. There's been seasons where I didn't feel like I was a great mom and and self-auditing and self-correcting can get me back to a better place where I feel good about myself when I lay my head down at night. That's what I'm living for. I want to feel good about myself when I lay down at night. And that means challenging yourself to do things that you don't want to have to think about you're going to regret. Like, I wanted to do a podcast for so long. And what if I just never did it? And then I was like, man, what if I would have, what if I would have done a podcast? Like, what if I could have helped people with that? What if I could have changed somebody's life with that? I don't have to do that. I would rather just do it and it not be perfect and it not be everything. You know, that's one of the things I remember they said from the weekend is Kyle was in the military and they say ready, fire, aim, because so many people ready, aim, 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 and they never fire. It's like, you got to just do what you need to do and learn from it to live a full life another thing that popped up on my instagram was like the first thing that popped on my instagram and i shared the meme said i live too wholeheartedly to half-ass anything and that is a hundred percent how i feel and we're talking about like business or motherhood these big things but it's everything if you're living every single moment and you're doing it all the way then that goes back to a wise being is always ready to die because their experience is always whole and complete i'm no longer waiting for the quote-unquote best season of my life i'm just choosing to make this one that because there have been times where i've missed entire experiences i talked about it last week when I missed my friend's birthday because I was worried about something else. I'm no longer doing that. I'm going to make this season the best of my life. Not when I have a partner, not when I'm living somewhere else, not when I'm, you know, on vacation. Right now, am I making the best out of today? Even something as simple as we had a 90s themed party at our event and I, I mean, I love music and I love dancing, so maybe this isn't the greatest example because that's one of my favorite things to do. But I danced my ass off for three straight hours with zero care about what I looked like or zero care about what anyone thought of me. Zero care if I looked like I knew what I was doing. I dressed up in my 90s gear and I sang every song at the top of my lungs and I danced exactly how I felt that I wanted to because I think that's another visual for this is do you want to be standing on the sidelines of your life because you're afraid to dance you're afraid of what people think of you or if you're going to look stupid or whatever me and Mary were talking about it because that party for whatever reason the DJ and everything it was one of the most fun parties one of the most, like, the best music. It I don't know what stars aligned, but there was something magical about that night. And we were talking about how much fun we had. And Mary was like, there were so many times I was silently just laughing. Like, it was so loud in there. Then she's like, I was just laughing to myself because of how happy I am. And how happy I was to be surrounded by these friends that we've been through it 
we've been we've gone through it together for like eight years and we're all just singing and dancing there are people that missed out on that for whatever reason and we're just kind of chilling in the back of the room and you know maybe that maybe that's not a great example maybe they wouldn't have had as much fun but I think if they truly were just open and danced to how they felt the music and fully lived the experience they would have had a more fun time about myself and in times past maybe when I wasn't as confident in myself and afraid to dance because I didn't want to look stupid or whatever versus just full out experiencing life and that's kind of where I'm at and everything if there's costume party then I do it all the way <laughs> if I'm gonna do a podcast I'm gonna say exactly how I feel and without without care I'm gonna live fully because then I don't have to have any regrets if I feel something in my heart and I want to do it I'm gonna do it and release that fear because to me the fear of the regret is so much bigger than the fear of the failure or the judgment or whatever else is happening and this same concepts of the book and the sermon and the music it goes it's not just fear you know it's it's not just a fear thing sometimes it's just waiting and wishing and thinking that you're going to be happier in the next season of your life like maybe you've been single for a long time I have friends that have been single for a long time and they just really want a partner and that's you know that's okay that's understandable but at the same time don't miss out on the beauty of today because you're waiting for tomorrow you've got to just be totally happy and whole and work towards that and in the the sense of where the sermon was going you know you know my beliefs are I believe in God and it's just first thing I do when I open my eyes in the morning like I open my eyes and my subconscious the first thing I say is and I don't even know probably since I was three is thank you for waking me up today and when I pray with Ari at night we say you know thank you for waking us up today (laughs) and it's such a small thing but are you really believing that or are you waking up and you're like stressed you're like I gotta do this I gotta do that once I get here this will get better blah 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 or are you really like wow thank you for another day and thank god I'm here today what do I get to do with this day and since I've shifted my focus and starting to look at my life that way stress has been lowered I've been so much happier things don't bother you as much and it's a pursuit it's not like I have it figured out you know these are these are beliefs and things that I work towards and things you know ideas for you to think about and process and work towards it's not like you just I'm not the Buddha over here like I get stress and anxiety and want things now and impatient and all the same things but it's it's a thought process to come back to and bring your circle yourself back and to analyze and ask yourself questions that's why the whole 
journaling and all that stuff you can think it's stupid but journaling and meditation stuff like that is just getting you to slow down because our lives are so crazy you can't tell because I've edited this podcast but because Ari is not napping he has come in here five times hey mom hey mom here's this cup that I'm done with hey mom oh my gosh look at this part this little pig thing scared me for a second hey mom how much longer hey mom what are you doing literally five times I've stopped and had to edit that part out of this podcast (laughs) so that's just that's just life it's so fast and there's so many things that we're doing every day so honestly when I get the chance to I'm sitting in my closet right now well I'm sitting in like a guest room closet when I get the chance to sit down and record this is one of the times that I get to reflect and speaking and video and stuff like that has always been something that does that for me and clears my head I do better doing this than I do journaling or writing and um yeah I hope that this was valuable to you guys I hope that it sparked something in you and I'm really not trying to be morbid at all because (laughs) I don't really like talking about death I've talked about I don't have a whole lot of experience with death but it's more so just not fearing the future and and trying as best as you possibly can to find joy and peace and like he said if you're not willing to die then you're not living right so hopefully this this episode gives you some thinking to do about how are you living every single day and what little tiny things can you do that make you at the end of the day say I'm glad for how I'm living I'm proud of how I'm living I gave everything that I can I left it all on the court so that no matter what happens to you that you can't control you can have peace I I could have peace in the fact that my little basketball career was over because I knew I wasn't in control of the fact that I tore my ACL that's not something I can control and what I could control I did to my absolute best ability and again I'm just really grateful for the coach that I had that gave me that mentality and maybe this can give you that same gift that he gave me if this was helpful for you please share it with your friends tag me I've got a couple messages the last week or so and it really gives me energy to keep doing this like I said it's something that I enjoy anyway but one of my biggest things and I feel silly saying it out loud but it's the truth is I want people's lives to be better because I was in it I want something that I say to help somebody or the way that I live if I can lead somebody to a book or help someone believe in themselves or whatever that's really one of the purposes that I have on this earth so whoo being a little heavy today I feel like I'm always heavy just kind of who I am but I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week and we will see you for our next episode I love you if no one has told you that today and I hope you conquer the rest of your day and your week. See you later.